When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What are we doing with here on the warm-up show, you've got Mike Fliegelman and Peter Schwartz with you. Jerry Recco and Joe Beningo come your way at 6 o'clock. We've already talked a lot of Jets and Hard Knocks. We'll do one more thing on Hard Knocks and the Rodgers versus Jihad Ward thing later on. There's still a viral tweet from yesterday. I don't know if you've seen it, but we definitely have to get to that. But before mm-hmm. either of those, I do want to ask you, it was cut-down day in the NFL yesterday, which turned into seemingly cut down day in Major League Baseball yeah. as well as the tweets and the reports just start flying in. The Angels put what seems like their entire team on waivers. The Yankees put Harrison Bader on waivers. We learned earlier in the day that they are releasing or did release Josh Donaldson. And it, it kind of closes the book on one of the most universally panned trades you've ever seen from a Yankees perspective. Most people hated it at the time. It ended up being, I think, worse than anybody could have ever imagined. And I do want to ask you, before we get into more with that and Bader, Peter Schwartz, your gut reaction to, is Josh Donaldson the most despised New York Yankee of all time? <laughs> it's clo- I mean, if, if, it's, if he's not number one, it's pretty, it's pretty close. I mean, you just talk about it. Guys, just, it, it just never felt right from the start. And I remember being at the home opener last year, and he had, and he had the game-winning a hit in 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 the home opener last year. It still just it never worked. It just didn't feel right, and especially because in the deal you're giving up a real fan favorite in Gio Urshela, and it just like it's like one of those deals. That it didn't make sense at the beginning. And I heard uh, Chris McMonagle talk about this on the on the overnight. You know, it's not like they were getting a guy that had bad stat. Like he had a good year the year before, but it just. It, it just didn't feel right from the, the beginning, and they finally cut the cord with a month to go. I would have liked to have seen them do it a little bit earlier this yeah, season. Like the, I think it would. I think it would have said you never want to have the last thing a general manager should ever do is make a move because the fans ask for it. But it just would have made more baseball sense. And this is where Hal is so different from his father because if it was George, he would have been released way earlier in the season. so I thought he was going to be released back when Aaron Hicks was released because Donaldson only had that last year remaining on his deal this year. And I thought of the two, Aaron Hicks had a chance. He might not have been at the time, but a chance to be a more useful player down the road, which he became when he went to the Baltimore Orioles. The the two biggest problems with the trade are, number one, yes, he wasn't this player yet, but the signs of decline were already there for Donaldson, and he's an older player that happens Mm -hmm. as players reach their late 30s and the other one and this is what I think rightfully bothered a lot of Yankees fans okay how put a strict budget and restraints on Brian Cashman 
their one big move last offseason was to cash in that 20-plus million dollars he was able to spend on a declining late 30s third baseman who has, you know, they were looking for an edge. I would describe it a little bit more as an attitude problem because there are guys with edge that are, you know, beloved by your teammates. They're the guys that you respect them and Mm -hmm. you hate watching them on another team, but you love them if they're on your team. Josh Donaldson just seems like that guy that everybody despises, whether they're an opponent, whether they're a teammate. So they misread that, and they cashed in their one chip last offseason for a losing card. Yeah, it was definitely a a losing card. And, again, just, you know, you bring bring in a guy, and listen, if if a guy's a bad guy, you could almost look past it if he comes in and produces – and it was just a double whammy there because he just wasn't a good guy. He was not well-liked, and he didn't produce. And when he didn't produce, he was injured not producing. So he was not producing when he was injured, not producing when he was healthy. So it, it was it, a horrible chapter in Yankee history, and you know, thankfully that's, that's over now. And, and the most important thing now is it opens up the roster spot, and now perhaps before the end of the season you'll be able to use that roster spot on an Austin Wells and – uh, you know, as we get it towards... sounds like within a week or so when rosters expand, we'll see at least one, if not both, Austin Wells and Jason Dominguez. So yeah. better days are ahead in that regard. For the Yankees fans, it's just funny for me to think. Like you said, it's close. I think back um, in my early 30s, I can't remember a player on their own team that the Yankees fans I know despise more than Josh Donaldson. There's only one that I think comes even close, and it's Carl Pavano. But even though oh, he was, yeah. he played on some better teams. I mean, Donaldson and he, he. I don't know which one of them gave you less. Pavano was hurt a lot. Josh Donaldson. There were so few moments where he stepped on the field and made a positive impact for the New York Yankees. And then I think the Cashman quote that'll live down forever is when he said, "You know, we really like Geo, but he's not Josh Donaldson." And then you look at their numbers the last two years, and Geo is significantly better in every category except home runs, where he trails by, I think, 10. But everything else across the board, plus he's a fan favorite, plus he's a beloved teammate, plus he's, even though Donaldson was an elite defender, Gio Urshela defensively is still right there with him. It is it is an all-time bad trade by Brian Cashman, a guy I'm, who I've defended over the years, and I think at times takes a little too much heat from Yankees fans. That is, uh, that you know what that is? It's not just whiffing. You remember Todd Frazier that won it bad in the ALCS against Houston, and he had a lot of these in his career, but you remember this one because it's the playoffs, mm-hmm. where he just swung at a pitch. I mean, his bat yeah. was like two feet away from the ball. He was late on it. It reminds me, it's that kind of swing. We're just it's like, been a disaster. <laughs> yeah, I mean, thanks, that's going to go down as one of I'll Eddie's give you, favorite drops I'll give ever. you another name that just popped into my head, and he was just so vilified, and deservedly so, because he came, he was supposed to be a part of the, a big part of the rotation, and he completely spit the bit for the most part was was Kevin Brown when Kevin yeah, Brown came one. to the Yankees. I remember they had the you know he he had a game seven that he just got got whacked around in. So that's up there. And I think also this and well before your time, but in in the eighties, Yankees had you know, the Yankees had those good offensive teams in the eighties, but they never had enough pitching to to win the AL East. And they went out and got Steve Trout, starting pitcher from the Cubs. He pitched for the Cubs and the White. I think he's got him from the Cubs. And I remember George Steinbrenner, you know, telling his team, I just won you the pennant. It's got Steve Trout. Steve Trout was terrible when he came to the Yankees. So, yeah, it's up there. It's up there. It would be an interesting thing to go, like, 
to rank the top, you know, the five or ten worst Yankee trades of all well, of, of all. Of ranking the trades, it's definitely up. It just has to be because not that you gave up a ton, but you gave up the best player in the deal. You got back a guy who was awful. You were stuck with him, clogging up the roster and money for a couple of years. That's the problem that never used to exist for the Yankees. But because of the budget they have now, not only was Donaldson bad, but it prevented them from making other moves two years in a row. Let the first time maybe by choice. And the second time, just the result. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And Harrison Bader is a likable player. Like I yeah, really that, like Harrison that, that Bader, more but I still don't understand. I, I still don't understand the reasoning for the trade. You traded a promising young left-handed pitcher in Jordan Montgomery, and at the time, it just it never made any sense to me. Now Harrison Bader is a good guy, and he's had his moments in a Yankee uniform uh, and in the playoffs, you know, last year too. So I, I don't I don't like dislike Harrison Bader, but it, that's a trade that didn't make sense either at the beginning. But at least Bader was a likable guy. He was from New York, loved being a Yankee, and we'll see if he remains a Yankee as, after he was put on waivers. He didn't know what waivers was, right? Yes. Now that that was more interesting. I mean, that trade I didn't like it at the time. It's not Donaldson level bad, but that one it went back and forth because we all kind of crushed it at the time. Then when Bader's playing well for the Yankees down the stretch. And in October, he had a lot of big hits for the Yankees last year. And then when he was healthy this year, so he said, okay, even with what Montgomery is, Bader is still contributing to the Yankees. But this year, it is slanted way back towards a loss for the Yankees because Bader's been injured. He hasn't been very good. The team fell apart. And then Montgomery put together a really nice season where he's going to be, you know, at the Shohei Otani level or or now Otani's out. So Urias and Yamamoto, the top-tier free agents right. in this market. But he's going to be one of those next group of guys. He's going to get you know three to five years. He's going to get 50-plus million dollars. Jordan Montgomery has become a reliable middle-of-the-rotation starter. He's a lefty. And the Yankee, again, another cashman kind of the quote, the thought process of, well, he's not going to pitch for us in the postseason. And now you look at the Yankees and say, he'd be your second best starter. Right. It just never made any sense. He was he was a homegrown player. He was your guy. And he, listen, he, he had his moments where he wasn't good, but he certainly had moments that he was good. And I just never, again, it just, it never made any sense to me. Plus, I had gotten a whole bunch of his baseball cards, and then I had to throw them <laughs> in the old Yankee box. Well, see, that's that's one reason. The other one I, was I, I, I will think of is going back to last month, the Yankees standing pad at the trade deadline and Cashman with the we're in it to win it. For Bader to be placed on waivers a couple of weeks. Listen, it's not all-time mistake like the Angels just did. They keep Otani. They buy. They go nuts at the deadline trading half of their farm system. And now a bunch of the guys they traded for are on waivers a month later. It's not that bad, but it, it seems like Cashman was – caught in between at the trade deadline and now what started out as a trade most fans didn't like shifted to their benefit very briefly then became a bad trade again now ends with you could have not that you would have gotten a ton back for Harrison Bader you're not getting a Jordan Montgomery player back but you could have gotten something for him 
a month ago, and now he's on waivers and your season's over. It's just it's a bad look for the Yankees, and they're the team that you just never expect to see this kind of stuff from. Yeah, it just it's 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 disconcerting. And again, not the not the you know pour dirt on Brian Cashman because you know listen, you can't deny the Yankees success in terms of winning games on on his watch and playoff appearances and and getting getting to championship series. But again, what whatever whatever system is in place right now with the Yankees is just it's not working. The system is broken and he's the person who's responsible for that system. And again, it's not all his fault. It isn't. I mean to put all the blame on him is not right. But sometimes, you know, an executive has a shelf life, just like a coach will have a shelf life coaching a team or managing a team. I think an executive has a shelf life too, and I think that shelf life, if 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 it's not here, it's it's coming pretty soon. Yeah, and I think a lot of Yankees fans would agree with you. I have a comparison for the Yankees that I'm curious to hear your thoughts on. We'll get to that on the other side. We still have to get to that viral tweet from yesterday and maybe another Aaron Rodgers Jihad Ward. Nugget, we still have a couple of stories to get to. It's Fleegs and Schwartz on the warm-up show. We're coming right back on The Fan.